When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to A to Z Sports, powered as always by the BetMGM app. I'm Austin Stanley. He is Zach Thingham. Make sure uh, you follow us all over social media as we are Nashville's on-demand sports talk network going live weekday mornings at 8 central time on Facebook, YouTube, and Twitch. Links to the show segment by segment on our Twitter X timeline. Also, hit us up on Instagram, TikTok, and Threads for more great Titans content. We got to thank our sponsors because they make it happen for us and they help out all of you. Like Wilson County Hyundai, WilsonCountyHyundai.com. Make them a part of your new car buying process. So go see them in Lebanon. The Bone and Joint Institute, BoneandJointTN.org. The region's destination for comprehensive orthopedic and sports medicine care. Farm Bureau Health Plans get better with Farm Bureau Health Plans. Better rates, coverage, and service at FBHP.com. The Aura app, keeping everybody safe online. You can get a two-week free trial with our link, Aura.com. And Krebs Kubota, an elite Kubota dealer with three great locations across Middle Tennessee in Columbia, Franklin, and in Murfreesboro. Their website is KrebsKubota.com. I did want to get to a comment real quick because somebody asked, uh, Kenneth asked, what bar are you at for the pregame shows for the game day shows? So we are live at Acme uh, feed and seed on the rooftop for the home games. So that's not going to be for a while. It's the, the, the Falcons game coming up later, October, Halloween weekend, but for all Which the home Oilers games, weekend. Yeah, that's right. Oilers throwback weekend and uh, reunion weekend uh, right there. So we'll be at live, live at Acme uh, being at Acme is a lot of fun. It's the best place. In my, in my opinion, to watch a Titans game uh, when they're playing right across the river because I started watching Bengals fans flow from Nissan Stadium to Broadway right at halftime. That's when they hit the pedestrian bridge to make their way over. Uh, had a video out there on Twitter that showed that, but a great day. Hey, me and Jack, the Titans are 2-0 when we're at Acme. Just saying. They're 0-2 <laughs> when we're not at Acme. Just saying. So how about that for all of you uh, little bit stitious people out there? But Zach, I, we had a, I had a, a post game show to react to, really reacting to a win at the halftime show yesterday on our Facebook and YouTube channels. What was one word? I'll toss it to you out of the gates. One word to, to describe how you felt about the Titans thumping the Bengals twenty seven to three. Then we'll get to uh, some of these conversations that Vrabel and Tannehill had as well. Well, my one word actually goes to what you were just saying and describing bar, because I think it set a bar of how the Titans can play offensively and defensively and on special teams and coaching. And I tweeted that out. I thought that the first half was spectacular. Just like all Titans fans and everybody watching that game, the Titans leaned into their identity. They ran the football. They protected the passer and they protected the football. You know, Tannehill's late interception is what it is, whatever. Right. But overall, they played Titan football and – they got the ball out of Ryan Tannehill's hands into some playmakers, right? And Jalen Burks didn't even play, but DeAndre Hopkins, NWI, got in on it. You saw a, a plethora of offensive players. And Austin, I will sprinkle this because this is something new that they have not had in the past, which is 
the X factor, and I will say X factor of Tajay Spears. Yeah. Because when when Derrick Henry is running the football well, that puts the defense on skates anyway, right? But now you have this two punch, right? The one is 22, but that one two punch is Tajay Spears that is dynamic. He can break tackles. He's fast. He's elusive. He can get first downs. Even with the mistake of the bobbled handoff, he turned nothing into something. And I, I was very impressed and have been. And it has, look, we talked about that early on in, in the year. How were they going to use Tajay Spears? Tim Kelly likes Tajay Spears. We've seen that from the offense so far. And then defensively, ball hawking. You saw them play together, whether it was the offensive line. You got some exterior uh, outside linebackers in on the action that we haven't seen over the last couple of weeks. Jeffrey Simmons had to get kind of calmed down by Mike yeah. Vrabel early on because him and Joe Mixon were jabbing and jawing. But the secondary played well. Uh, the the linebacking core played well in Al Shair. So um, there was a lot of great things, but I say bar because if – the Titans play that way for four quarters. They're going to be a tough opponent to beat, especially at home. And we always say they are jockeying in the long run to win the division and host a home playoff game. They keep playing like this. They can be a force, but they can't play like they did last week against Cleveland. That's right. a Jekyll and Hyde, complete polar opposite football team. Well, they've been like that week one and week two, and then week three and week four, completely Jekyll and Hyde. So they got to find some consistency. But my one word, Zach, was reminiscent because it was reminiscent of a time, the last time the Titans beat the highest paid player uh, in football in Nissan Stadium was 27 to three, the Titans over the Chiefs. And then a couple seasons ago, and now they beat the best player, the highest paid, not the best player, but the highest paid player currently in Joe Burrow, 27 to three in Nissan Stadium. Reminiscent was my one word. Uh, but it, it also reminiscent of the way the Titans have won games. And that's kind of what a juiced up Mike Vrabel had to say after that game. Just looking at what we needed to do was get into the drive, get the first first down, how critical that was, uh, allow things to flow, allow the play passes to work. Some of the stuff that we had schemed or game plan for him uh, really allows that to, to mature and gives it a chance. Um, you know, we were able to run the football. You know, we were able to run the football. We were not able to run the football um, against them, you know, last year. Uh, and, and we won one-on-one, -on -one, you know, and there were times where we blocked them and, you know, they pressured and, and Tajay stepped up, blocked the guy, lost his helmet. The guy must have got frustrated, hit the quarterback late. Um, you know, when we went out on routes, we won one-on-one. -on -one. And, uh, you know, for the most part, we were able to take care of the ball. Um, and, and we did some great things in the red zone. The great things in the red zone, Titans scored points and touchdowns when they got in the red zone, and then Nick Folk uh, kicked a couple field goals. He has been uh, pretty damn good uh, for the Titans so far. I do want to get to a super chat and a comment uh, about Ryan Tannehill that Nathaniel uh, did nail uh, when he talked about something last week, an aspect of how the Titans can win. Uh, but first, Krebs Kubota, that is where you should turn for all of your equipment needs. KrebsKubota.com is their website. They are an elite Kubota dealer, which means they have the best equipment in the industry and the best customer service in the industry. And one more, the best warranties in the industry too, because being in line with the Kubota brand is a big deal for you, the customer. 
Also working with the Krebs family, the family owned and operated locations in Murfreesboro, Columbia, and Franklin. That's another win for you, the customer, because they're going to help you out. Whatever your situation is, whatever project, however much land you have uh, with your property, they've got the equipment for you and the right way to do it for cost effectiveness and for warranties whenever something might go wrong. Because you never know uh, what's going to happen when you're using that much power uh, out there uh, in on your property. So find them out right there. KrebsKubota.com is the site. KrebsKubota.com. It is eSports. We are powered by BetMGM. We love BetMGM. I love BetMGM a little bit more than Austin does today after the weekend. So uh, when he's wearing that shirt, that means uh, I lost. you're paying I the – Tajay, Tajay over 19 and a half was my lone win on Sunday. Well, hey, one better some Saturday than nine. It wasn't all bad. As they say. So, bonus code, ATOZ Sports, new users, get in on the action. They are the king of sports books. All right, so I do want to get to this because Nathaniel uh, said this in a super chat. Being at the game, it was great to finally see Tannehill under center. It actually opens up plays in shotgun. Nathaniel had a good comment uh, last week about the sacks happening when Tannehill was in shotgun, not being able to be successful uh, with the play action game and being able to run the football, like Vrabel said, stay out of second and third and long, allowed for play action passes to work very well. And that's kind of what Ryan Tannehill had to say after the game as well about this offensive output. Yeah, we came out and responded. Uh, obviously wanted to, to get things going early and we were able to do that. Guys came out, played with a purpose from the, from the first snap. Played our style of ball, both offense and defense. So proud of our guys. The way we came out, responded, battled throughout the game, and, uh, and ultimately came out the win. What kind of kick started you there? I mean, the, the first drive was pretty good, but then you had this three straight long touchdown drives. Was it mainly being able to hit chunk plays that did it, or on what went into this? I think we were efficient. You know, I think we uh, we ran the ball well. We, we kept ourselves, um, you know, ahead of the six. We never got into third and long situations. Are not rarely got into third and long situations. And if you do that, you feel good about the plan. You feel good about having answers in our matchups. So, um, you know, look back at last week, we we're in a lot of third and long situations. So, you know, if we can if we can be efficient on first, second down, keep ourselves ahead of the sticks, then it opens up everything for us, and, and we're able to extend drives and ultimately score more points. So there's Tannehill score score more points, extend drives because they were successful on first down. And Zach, they were successful on third down because they're in third down and manageable, not third and long. Eight of 13 on third down yesterday for the Titans. It was uh, pretty impressive. And the title of the show, whipped the Bengals back to Cincinnati in the, tight, in the most Titans way possible, running the football, play action pass, explosive plays in the passing game and in the running game, and the Titans are two and two. Big deal. Well, and we... we... I've said when they're when they lose two and twelve on third down. You just mentioned how much better it was on third down. You know how we do. We have Vrabel says he's got those three keys. My key is third down performance. I think that that justifies whether you're in the red zone and you're getting three or seven versus seven points, or whether you're punting the football. Your third down percentage is, I think, it correlates to the outcome of the football game. What really stood out to me, though, was not necessarily what Tannehill said, but more about what Vrabel said. Because I think Vrabel went back into the vault and he looked at last year's Bengals-Titans game. And that game was a turning point in the season, if you remember, right? Because the that of the started their losing streak. streak. Yeah. That's right. Right? It, it started their losing streak. 
They lost 20 to 16. It was a close matchup. But one thing that Vrabel said on last year's game, he says we couldn't run the football. You know how many rushing yards the, the Tennessee Titans, a running football team, had in that game? Last year, I do not remember. 63. Ugh. Titans ain't going to win many football games with when their team rushes for 63 yards. This was a completely different story. And it was kind of funny because the Bengals came out and they ran the ball effectively with Joe, Joe Mixon. I thought that it was kind of – I was – it was a huge stop to get them out of the end zone and only uh, hold you know the the, the the Bengals to three. And after that, I thought it was going to be just a back-and-forth type game, and it wasn't. And it was because the Titans could establish the run, extend drives. They had one of the longest drives in franchise history, they said, or at least well, in the, the season. The, the longest drive in the season this year in the NFL, 10 minutes and 22 seconds, the longest time of possession drive in the Titans franchise in over 20 years. Yeah, so 20 years. So that that's fair. But that tells you when you have those type drives and you're playing the Tennessee Titans, they're really, really tough to beat. And I felt like it was good for Ryan Tannehill. It was good for Mike Vrabel. And what did Mike Vrabel say last week after they got their ass kicked? It's a long season. Let's yeah. not overreact. We had a lot of people overreacting last week, like the sky was falling and that everything was going to – that's not how Mike Vrabel coaches, and I think that's what makes him such a superb leader of men, right, to say, all right, it is what it is, but let's go and, and perform uh, much better. Different Two different football teams. The Browns of what they were last week, compared to the Bengals and what they represent this year are two different football teams, but that was an impressive performance by the Tennessee Titans. I mean, that's, that's the league, right? It's a week to week league in the NFL because the Miami Dolphins score 70 points uh, a week ago, and then they just get absolutely bludgeoned against the Buffalo bills on the road. So it is, it is a week to week league, no matter what you do one week, it doesn't mean it's going to carry over whatsoever uh, to the next week. And the Titans, are the perfect example of that through four uh, games where they're sitting there uh, with no touchdowns in two of the games and then 27 points a game in the other two games. So let's, there are issues, right? The Titans have issues. It wasn't perfect, but it was a great win and nobody should be complaining about this win. And we're not going to do that today, but the Bengals have massive problems. They started 0 two. They get past the Rams on Monday night football to get to one and two Looks like they start to turn some things around, but here you go again. The Bengals look like they could be, you know, reeling in pain. So let's ask this question, Zach. I'm curious to see what everybody thinks about this. Was Sunday's 27 to three final score more about the Titans or more about the Bengals? Because it said a lot about both, but which did it say the more about the Bengals issues or the Titans figuring it out? Uh, so I find that to be an interesting question to see what people are saying. Uh, but first, tell everybody about Farm Bureau Health Plans. Yeah, FBHP.com is where to go to get your new health plan. I got my new health plan, and I love my health plan. I truly do. It's helped me in different circumstances, and we all have circumstances when it comes to our health, whether it's just going to an urgent care or something more serious. You want to make sure that you have the right health plan for you and your family. They've got coverage for you individually, but they also have – coverage for whether it's your husband, wife, kids, your whole family, 200 plus locations across the state of Tennessee. 
And they can be relied on. They've been reliable for over 75 years. Health, dental, and vision. You take a quick health assessment. Then you get a quote. There's no pressure to join. You don't have to. But I will say you should get a quote to make that decision for you and your family. And most importantly, or I wouldn't say most importantly, but it's a big deal for your pocketbook. Because I saved 20% when I switched. So I'm getting better coverage at a lesser cost for you, me and my family, you can do the same thing. That is Health, Dental, and Vision. That's Farm Bureau Health Plans of Tennessee, fbhp.com slash ATOZ. And with BetMGM, whenever there's a pro football game that night, you can take advantage of that with our bonus code ATOZ200. That's ATOZ200 when you sign up with BetMGM. All you got to do, put a $10 money line wager on any pro football team to win. And you get 200 bucks in bonus bets instantly. It doesn't even matter what that money line wager does. You're going to get 200 bucks instantly in bonus bets every time when you sign up with our code ATOZ200. Visit betmgm.com for terms and conditions. 21 or older, Tennessee only, new customer offer. All promotions are subject to qualification eligible requirements. First online rule money wager only rewards issued not bonus bets. Bonus bets is five in seven days. And for problem game sport card, Tennessee Redline, 800-889-9789. Zach, I'll toss it to you to go to the chat. Did yesterday's 27 to 3 final score say more about the Titans or more about the Bengals? Uh, I'm curious to where the chat's going to. Yeah. And I like this question because it's not all or none, right? But it's more, right? And and as Titans fans, you got to kind of sit there and take a look in the mirror and say, who are the Titans? And who are the actual Bengals? So, right. more about the Bengals, more about the Titans. Let's go to the chat. Steven starts us off. He says, that was more about the Bengals. Lou Man says Titans. Stephen King says Titans. Eric then goes Bengals. John Foster says it's more about the Titans. Uh, Tom says the Titans are like the Tower of Terror ride, which I think most of us have ridden at one point in our lives. I have. Have you? Yeah, once. Right? <laughs> one, yeah, I'm once. Same. I don't, need, uh, I don't need a second time for that one. No, I'm good. But, you know, I think that's a good analogy there from Tom. IR says more about the Bengals. Michael says more about the Bengals. Dre says more about the Titans. Lane says more about the Bengals. So right, we're, we're kind of getting close. There's back and forth. Zoe, more about the Bengals. Nathaniel goes more about the Titans. Uh, Token says Titans. Uh, EZ Ball says Bengals. Bengals issues from David. Uh, Eric says Titans, I'm hoping, but is not sure. I think there's some skepticism there. Eric and Eric, different, one with a C, one with a K, says these are more about the Bengals issues. Mark D says Titans. Brad says Bengals. Hello, ladies, says Titans. Kelly's best game plan by far, talking about Tim Kelly, the offensive coordinator. And uh, Johnny says Titans. Jason brings up Andre Dillard, who I think we probably should touch on maybe later in the show. Sure. In the offensive line overall, Nate's burner says the Bengals. Mark goes in between combo of both. So, Mark, you don't, that does not count. You got to answer the question. I've seen a couple of people say that I know I'm breaking the rules, like Ricochet Ray. I was like, I know I'm breaking the rules, but why can't it be both? Because uh, well, it's not. That's not how the game works. No, it's yeah, more. One has, I, it could yeah. be a half a percentage more. It's still more. Yes, it could be 50.1% more about one team and 49.9% about the other. So, Zach, I think this says more about the Bengals. I think the Bengals are in big trouble. I think they are going to whiff on the playoffs. I don't. I think they're basically done. They're out. The Bengals' outcome of the season has been decided in my mind. 
the division they play in has two teams that are really, really tough football teams that are getting more out of their quarterbacks and out of their offenses as a whole in the Cleveland Browns and the Baltimore Ravens. I know the Browns did not have Deshaun Watson with whatever he had creep up over the weekend where he was out for that game and the Ravens coasted to a win there too. But you know, the, the Browns already have a win over, over Cincinnati. The Bengals are sitting here at one and three with the one win being against an NFC team in the LA Rams. Pittsburgh's not just an easy team to walk over, even though the Texans did that yesterday, but we've seen Pittsburgh play really good defense and they've been, they can beat anybody really. And so I think the Bengals are missing the playoffs. I think this is a massive issue. Their offensive line is not good. They can't stop the run. And when they can't stop the run and you don't have a good offensive line, you're going to give up points and give up time of possession and then have to throw the football a lot more, which takes Joe Mixon out of the game. And you're going to get sacked a bunch and your quarterback started the year hurt. He's going to stay hurt. I don't care what Joe Burrow can say last week of every week. It doesn't have a setback. He gets stronger. It didn't look very good. He is awful when it comes to throwing the football down the field. They had two plays of 17 yards as their longest plays yesterday against the Titans defense. Then all they do is give up X plays, but they couldn't get one. I think this says more about the Bengals because I don't think there's a solution to fixing their problems. As long as Joe Burrow doesn't get time to heal this calf injury. So, I was going to go with it's more about Joe Burrow's calf because I think that that's singularly. You could talk about the Bengals. I'll say this, but what if you mentioned how many rushing yards the Titans have last season against the Bengals? 63. The Bengals defense is not the same Bengals defense. When the yeah, Titans but they're have, still good. I no, mean, but, come on. But no, 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 they're not. Like, like they're not at stopping the run. They're not. Before yesterday, they were giving up over five yards a carry. Before yesterday. Now that's probably even higher. Well, their they're offense giving, is not putting them in good positions. They're constantly yeah, but, on the field. But I mean, look at look at the Bengals. The off the Bengals offense is hurting the Bengals defense. Yeah, but you they've played four games and three teams have run for more than 170 yards on this defense, and so they're not stopping it. Yeah, they're wearing down. That does play a factor, and I get your point. There. That that's but, the point. But previously, but previously they were really stout against Derrick Henry. They were able to stop Derrick Henry, bottle him up, not let him have those broken tackle runs where he runs for 20-plus yards, and they can't do that anymore. They don't have the same thump up front than they used to have when they were beating the Titans year after year. There, somebody commented this earlier. I forget who it was, but it was a really good comment. Not having Jesse Bates is a big deal for the Bengals. Jesse Bates was a Kevin Byard-type piece of the Bengals' defense that kind of let everything else in front of him flow. And so this Bengals defense has problems. Joe Burrow's calf is a problem. And the offensive line still isn't any good, even if after they've tried to fix it for the last two years. So I was, I said, was going yeah. to go about yeah. Joe Burrow's calf. But you actually look at how the Titans played, whatever. And Austin, I'll use your words. Any given Sunday, right? You said that earlier in the show. Any team can beat any team. They're all good football teams. Those are the my words. The, Car are, the Cardinals can beat the yeah. Cowboys after you know a, a week that the Cowboys are, are dominating still. The Jets sure. can be within three points of the defending Super Bowl champions with Zach Wilson at helm, right? So anything can happen. These are good football teams. The Bengals, they're playing in the NFL. Here's where I think it's bigger and more about the Titans. The Titans had three things 
I, again, I go back. It was the only thing I tweeted yesterday. Offense, defense, and coaching. That's why I think it was more about the Titans. It showed Tannehill. Austin, Tannehill had another bad game, a three-pick performance, a, you know, not being able to move the ball, only less than 10 points. Austin, we're starting to talk, and that Malik Willis, Will Levis conversation is starting to creep in. It, it is. And, and that's why that is one of well, many I, reasons it's I more about the Titans. Well, uh, okay, There's some pre- there was some pressure on Ryan Tannehill. No sure, matter like course. it had gotten to the point where it's no longer just the first week of the year, right? You're now a quarter semi quarter because of the 17th game, but you're you're quarter of the way in. And if Ryan Tannehill doesn't put up a performance that that Titans fans have seen before. win this recipe I also think it's big for let's just face it DeAndre Hopkins to see Derrick Henry at full scope your best offensive weapon showcasing your second best offensive weapon and DeAndre Hopkins of this is how we're going to help each other and this is just on the offensive side of the football Austin I was super impressed with the tenacity of the defense they were ball hawking they were quarterback sacking and, you know, yes, some of that was Joe Burrow's calf, but this defense, I felt like played like a notorious Titans defense. And I thought that was big. And then, and I, I know we've seen some comments because I've seen you star them in the comment yeah. section. Tim Kelly. I think this was more also about Tim Kelly proving to not only probably himself and Mike Vrabel, but the entire league and, and franchise of the Tennessee Titans and Miss Miss Amy, that, hey, I can put this together and put a good game plan together and have it all come together. My one word was bar. That's why mm-hmm. it's more about the Titans, because the Titans needed to set a bar early in the year to say, and, and where Mike Vrabel could come into the meeting room and point to the whiteboard and say, this is, we know how to play. We've played there before. But you had to see it to believe it, and that's why I think it's more about the Titans. I get that. Uh, I mean, I still think it's more about the Bengals because you you kind of flooded out there. If Ryan Tannehill had another awful day, which would probably been if he played bad again, then it would be that game, the Saints game, the Browns game. Really wasn't his fault. He you know, was running for his life for the most part. But you start to hear the Malik Will Levis conversation going right. I don't know what's going to be happening in Cincinnati, but the Cincinnati Bengals have the Arizona Cardinals, I believe. Uh, coming up next, I think Cardinals could beat the, the Bengals the way they look right now. And then you're looking at, do you put Joe Burrow on IR and then for, go from there and see weeks. what happens? Yeah, for four weeks or longer uh, to let the calf get healed and then see where you're at there because the Bengals cannot afford to lose any more games like this or they're going to continue to fall deeper into a hole into the AFC North where the Ravens and the Browns are going to continue to win games each week when they're not playing each other. And so that's where I think it's a it, – I think the Bengals are teetering on the edge of what's the best long-term for saving this year. And but there's gave, no better time of facing the Arizona Cardinals because I think the Cardinals are not as bad as we, I think, originally thought. And that that's Joshua Dobbs. I watched because I had money on the, uh, the first half, uh, which I, I hit – 49ers uh, Cardinals the Cardinals were fighting they were scrapping and Dobbs has been playing in a unique way that 
I think Colt McCoy that we've seen in the past just hasn't been able to do right. Yeah. The, the backups behind Murray when he's been hurt. Yeah, I did. Uh, I did favor some comments, uh, like you said, Zach, to get some of these, to get to some of these and these other topics that you know we need to give some attention to some other aspects of this game. We'll do that here in a second with your comments. But first, Aura can keep you safe online uh, on your digital platforms. Aura is how to do that. They've done it for me. I signed up with Aura back in April. Quickly, Aura identified 30 data brokers who are profiting off of selling my information to telemarketers, spammers, and robocallers. Aura ripped my information away from those 30 data brokers in like five or six days. We're going to give you a two-week free trial with our link, Aura.com slash ATOZ. Zach, you've done it. A lot of people in A to Z's uh, company have done it. A lot of you guys watching have done it. Aura.com slash ATOZ uh, to stay safe online. Get rid of those robocalls and those spam emails uh, from your life. And also figure out the password manager and protector, credit identity theft monitoring as well. All the different services that Aura serves up uh, with our two-week free trial at Aura.com slash ATOZ. A to Z Sports, we're powered by BetMGM. Use the bonus code ATOZ Sports if you are a new user. They got you covered and they're hooking you up. You get up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if your first bet misses. That's for new users who use our bonus code ATOZ Sports. That's A to Z Sports. We love BetMGM. We ride with BetMGM. We hit parlays with BetMGM. Download the app today. All right, I'm going to get some comments that I liked, uh, but first a super chat that I don't like. Kane says elite, and you know, that's maybe the one word. He says, y'all said this was a loss when the schedule dropped, which was in May. Joe Burrow and his elite QB hasn't lived up to the hype the media has given him. Kane, he's hurt. Like, dude, like Joe Burrow is, is hurt and is playing on one calf and is beating your ass, the Tennessee Titans, in every other game that he's played when he's been healthy. Like, so- when so Schedule drops yeah. in May. That's a tough matchup. Like, but give me a freaking break on that, Kane. Like, understand some nuance and actual details and context of something before you just. Yeah, hasn't lived up to the hype. I mean, I mean, he took him to a Super Bowl. Not many quarterbacks have taken their team to a Super Bowl. So just that. I know they lost, he, but yeah, don't. Here, here's I, I want to. Here's my my last reason why it's more about the Titans, Austin. And you actually brought up something that I. I had in the back of my mind. I think it's also big for the Titans to see that they can beat the Bengals regardless of Joe Burrow's injury because the Bengals aren't going away. Joe Burrow just signed a contract. He's not going away. They are going, the Titans and the Bengals are going to be competitors in the AFC for years to come. And you don't want it to have to come down to an AFC championship game in Cincinnati Titans Bengals years from now and they still hadn't beaten Joe Burrow so that's why it's more about the Titans as well yeah I think that's a factor Ryan says just hold your L Austin I don't know what there you go hey Ryan there you go all right hold your Um, L just like LSU did yeah because I lost a bet Cool. I lose bets every weekend but I win I've been winning a lot more I don't Uh, I don't think he was talking about your bet I think he was talking about the art the the back and forth of you choosing that it was more about the Bengals. I was choosing more about the Titans. Oh yeah. I don't, I'm not afraid. I think it was, it was great. We're going to talk more about this week about what this means for the Titans moving forward. This is huge. Like, don't get me wrong. Just because I answered that says more about the Bengals doesn't mean I don't think it was a great win and a well-deserved win and an earned praise for, on the Titan side of things. Cause we're about to do some of that here. Uh, LaVar says Titan showed the formula to how to win on yesterday. We do the winning formula with the adventure science center. In every post-game show, the Titans check two out of three boxes of 
running for more yards, having the better quarterback rating, and they were even on the turnover battle uh, for Mike Vrabel's formula there. Uh, and then a couple of other comments here. Uh, Ken says, I would like to give Tim Kelly his flowers. He called a hell of a game yesterday. And Jamie says, didn't y'all notice uh, what Kim Telly, Tim Kelly did differently in the run game? It's Kelly's scheme also. Did we look predictable yesterday? No, those plays look different. Let's stop here, Austin. Yeah. Here's a just a man-to-man in the chat. I They're involved. They've been a part of this show for a long, long time, just as long as we have. What do you think about these toss plays? Because this is the new era of Tim Kelly, and he did it multiple times. And you know, it's funny. So I was in Oxford, Mississippi over the weekend watching an incredible game. Watching a, watching a basketball LSU. game? Huh? Watching Essentially, 100 points. Uh, it, it, was, it was awesome. I mean, what an atmosphere. It was a great win. I went to Ole Miss. It was a great week. But what... Lane Kiffin does with Judkins and their running backs is that toss. I saw Tim Kelly. It was like he was watching the LSU Ole Miss game. What do you think about that play and the use of it? Because you've been very anti-toss, anti-toss, anti-toss. And now I thought you saw some success with a toss scheme they, in yesterday's they, game. They did. They did have success with a couple toss plays. Now, there is a difference in a pitch and a toss. A pitch is a mis, uses some misdirection and, a, and is quicker. A toss is a more reverse out from the quarterback, longer flowing thing to get to the outside. The toss plays have not been working for the majority of Derrick Henry's career. They had a couple yesterday. One of The first one went for like one or two yards on third and short. And that, that was successful. Then they ran a, a toss out of the shotgun that I actually liked. Um, and those, those, that's the play I'm talking and about. And that was a different one, right? Like, usually these toss plays that I bitch and moan about every freaking week at, since 2020 season is typically because Ryan Tannehill's under center. He takes the long count and he does the long reverse out toss to Derek Henry and the middle linebackers. I talked about this with Sam, I think it was Wednesday or, or Friday. The linebackers immediately just flow to Derrick Henry, and Derrick Henry doesn't have the ability to read the middle linebackers. Well, the quick toss out of the shotgun, I think, caught some of the Bengals' defenders all, 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 out of you know not expecting that, and it worked. And that was good, you know, to see there because I had not necessarily seen it um, from the shotgun like they did a couple times yesterday. So uh, let's go to some starred comments. I, I saw Tim this. Kelly very good. Yeah. Setting the bar. Tim Kelly set the bar yesterday. That's why I thought that that was very important for for Tennessee. AJ brings this up, which is another conversation. What about NWI's performance? You know, these are positives. I thought NWI thrown into a situation he's been thrown in time and time again because they haven't had the, the athletes per se. But Traylon Burke's knee is obviously an issue for him unable to play yesterday nwi stepped up in a considerable way in yesterday's game you just look at his uh, productivity five receptions 51 yards an average of 10.2 had six targets had a long of 22 and a touchdown that's the type of if you could get that out of your i know he played you know wide receiver two yesterday but like if you can get that out of a maybe a, a subpar wide receiver that's huge and i thought he 
he helped the offense within the offense. Yeah, NWI has been their second best wide receiver this season. You know, even when Traylon Burks was playing, NWI and Chris Moore each have 134 yards. Now, Chris Moore is just averaging 33 and a half yards a catch, which is insane. Uh, but NWI has 12 catches. He's averaging over 11 yards per catch. He's got two touchdowns. The only two Ryan Tannehill touchdown passes are to Nick Westbrook Akine. But he's also got seven first downs. And I think that's the thing that NWI has really done well that I don't think really many expected, including me. He has become a reliable asset to, to Ryan Tannehill on third and passing, where he's been able to convert tough uh, first downs and keep drives alive. He's had some plays where he hasn't caught the ball, so they don't show up in the in the box score, where he just got smoked on a, on a play over the middle that was a 15-yard penalty against the Chargers that extended their drive. He's done some good things in the blocking game, as we know. NWI and Chris Moore are both two guys who are excelling at their roles so far. All you need is Burks to get healthy and to catch the football. And if Traylon Burks can get healthy and catch the football, now you've got a fully well-rounded pass-catching group with Hopkins, Burks, NWI, and Chris Moore before you even get to Chig and Tajay Spears and some others. It's too early, and I will admit it is too early to probably say this, but when Traylon Burks returns from his knee injury, he's going to have some more pressure, more pressure on him than he's had on since he was drafted because it's starting to become a trend. You're you're a first-round draft pick. Uh, You are a wide receiver. You were picked to replace A.J. Brown who had a buck 75 yesterday and does AJ Brown type things. Yeah. Traylon Burks, it the pressure, the 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 rooms starting to heat up. That first I'll say that first little scoop of water has been put on the hot stones in the 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 sauna room. And so that's where Burks has got to really work for the rest of the season. Because you can't have a year two where NWI and or Chris Moore has a better year than you. Yep. You can't. Yep. Uh, you know, uh, DeMario says AJ dropped passes too, but made up for it. Traylon Burks has three drops so far in three games. And one, uh, I believe one against the Saints <clears throat> and then two against the Browns. I think if he has those three catches that hit him in the hands that he should have caught, he's probably got 60 to 70 more yards. Uh, of receiving and that changes the narrative on him uh, a ton if he just catches those three passes that he should have caught uh so and, uh, real real quick and, and i don't know if this is a hundred percent is kyle phillips back this week he he is kyle phillips is eligible to return this week it doesn't mean that he will be back he's on injured reserve which means he has to miss four games minimum which has happened now so the titans can have the ability to designate him to return off injured reserve. Then once you do that, you have a 21 day window before you have to either activate him to the roster or keep him on IR. Uh, so, but he can practice during that 21 day window of designated to return. So I, I don't know I if that's going to happen. I, yeah. I don't know what his status is, but well, you probably think the same thing. I probably two more weeks and then the bye week and then he gets ready for yeah, that's kind of Atlanta because, moving forward because the bye week and the travel to London is all within a 21 day period right now. So I don't even know if you mess with that. You don't want to start your clock when you don't have to start your clock. Yeah. Cause you're going to stop. 
your clock. <laughs> yeah. You're going to start sure. your clock and then you're going to stop the clock. Yes. So don't, don't have, don't make a decision before you have to make a decision. That's kind of another way to say it too. All right. So we'll kind of see how that goes, but uh, you know, what's funny. I, you know, we've been on this show for 43 minutes today already. And I don't think we've talked near enough um, about Derrick Henry and his performance uh, either. So let's talk about Derrick Henry and what he was able to do. Uh, but uh, Zach, I also have a very fun video to play from the Titans locker room as well. Uh, but we're going to talk about Derrick Henry after I tell you everybody about the Bone and Joint Institute, boneandjointtn.org, the region's destination for comprehensive orthopedic and sports medicine care. Whenever an injury happens in life, it always is inconvenience, inconvenient for your life and your daily life. So make sure you don't let that linger. You don't let that uh, mess up what you want to do and have uh, the fun you want to have and the work and the family situations you want to do and have fun with. So go to boneandjointtn.org to make an appointment to help Get that injury taken care of. Get back on your road to recovery. Check them out, boneandjointtn.org. It is eSports. We're also powered by BetMGM. We love BetMGM. Use the bonus code ATOZ Sports. So the king of sportsbooks, Apple and Android App Store. Check it out today. You got Monday Night Football tonight. That's huge. We'll see what the Giants and the Seahawks. Hey, it suddenly could be a good game. I think that's those are. Even I, I'm gonna watch it. I'm gonna I'm gonna be tuning in. You can be tuning in and getting on the action with BetMGM. All right, so Zach, let's go to the Titans locker room. This video is from the Titans Twitter X account. Uh, Mike Vrabel giving out a couple game balls after the dominant 27 to three win over Cincinnati, and then we'll talk some more King Henry. We're gonna stick to the formula, okay? Speed and violence, effort and finish, and. Execute, elevate, and celebrate. Okay, Sorry. fellas? Like that's what it is. And it's gonna be it's not gonna be great. I mean, we dropped the ball. Tajay picked the some bitch run, quarterback help him. Like and that's what it's gonna be. Okay, but it's gonna be this lightweight. Hope we gotta prepare and we come out here and execute and we celebrate and we have a good time. Okay, Derek Henry, second all time. Tell that Buckeye we're coming for him, okay? Tell Eddie George we're coming for him, okay? Miss Amy, we men suck at gifts, okay? Miss Amy had a birthday. We're not very good at gifts. This is the expectations, okay? We have to, you play fast, okay? You play fast. I stand over there and I watch, and I can tell when we're playing fast and when we're not. And we were playing fast today. Derek, Amy, break them down. Let's go. Let's get it. Hey, hey, I just want to say, man, I'm proud of y'all boys. Love y'all boys, man. I love the resiliency y'all showed. We come up here and showed it today against these boys. Hey, Titans on three. One, two, three. Titans! There in the locker room. Derek and Amy, break them down. <laughs> Such a funny moment of seeing that dynamic. But... Uh, you know, from being around Amy Adams Shrunk and, and her presence at Titans practice throughout training camp, you know, players uh, love Miss Amy. And you can tell by the birthday video they put out uh, of the relationship being genuine. But, I mean, Derrick Henry was an absolute beast. But, Zach, I'll let you guys. Well, no, I, the that. best part of the video, in my opinion, was Vrabel just th casually throwing Amy the ball like he would <laughs> any other player that would receive a game ball. And he the beat just went on. He didn't yeah. make sure she caught it. See, yep. he just tossed it and kept talking and kept going. That's a football <laughs> guy right there, right? Yeah. And I yeah, think she Men sucking gifts. Here you go, Amy. Woof. <laughs> she, look, she caught it. And she said there, and Brable's on to the next one. So I thought that, 
that was the one thing that got me is just the nonchalant just tossing the ball to the the owner and moving on like you would a player. Yeah. Oh, and then Nick coming in. Look, that pressure, <laughs> that sauna room, that steam room starting to heat up for Burks, I'm telling you. And that's more about the fans. Look, injuries, all that stuff are I'll go into a player and their career and the trajectory and all of that. We knew that there was going to be pressure on Burks for being drafted in the first round. He's got to come back and show it. We know he has the ability. We've seen the glimpses, but I'm not going to say this. Well, I am going to say this. You don't want to be Corey Davis. That's mm-hmm. what I'll say. All right. So uh, you heard Derek, you heard Mike Vrabel say, you know, Derek Henry passing Earl Campbell for second all time in the franchise's uh, rushing leaders. Let's hear from Derek Henry on what that uh, means to him. And then, Chasing that Buckeye, Eddie George, for the number one slot. Yeah, I'm just, I'm thankful. I'm blessed. Um, grateful for uh, everything. Grateful for this opportunity. Um, you know, I was a kid, just, you know, that that love football, playing in my grandmother's yard in Uly, Florida, and um, waiting on my opportunity to get a chance to play Pop Warner and moving up and up and up as the older I got. And to be mission with a name that I've heard so long as a kid, um, you know, it's, it's a surreal moment for me. I'm thankful. Um, God is good, and I'm thankful to people that helped me get there. I guess my kid is that he said, told Eddie that maybe you're coming for him. Did he, did he say that to you? Uh, he said that uh, when we were in the locker room um, when he was talking to us, uh, talking to the team. Um, still got a long way to go, man. And uh, you know, Eddie was a, a, a great, a great pinnacle for this for this organization. I'm um, standing for this organization, and um, somebody that I admire very well. And um, you know. Uh, not, not not thinking about it, just enjoying um, each and every day I get to do this. Um, it's been a dream of mine, so just thankful. So there's Derrick Henry. Uh, you know, I think this, him reflecting on passing a name like Earl Campbell and then going back to grandma's backyard, high school, Yuli, to college, to, to what he's been able to do in the NFL was kind of fun to watch Derrick Henry just quickly go through those 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 snapshots. Yeah, you know, Derrick Henry is never worried about, you know, individual accolades. He's won the Heisman Trophy. He's done He's trying to get and win a Super Bowl. I feel like that's every player's goal when they, you know, step on the field and they're professional. Uh, he also bucked the trend of undershirts. No, you know, and when you look like Derrick no, Henry, not you don't. undershirts. That's just shirts. <laughs> <laughs> he was wearing a jacket <laughs> with no shirt. It wasn't an undershirt. No shirt. Oh, you think you and I could pull that off? I mean, I've got a pretty sweet, like sweet bomber jacket I could rock, uh, but I don't think I'm ready for that. Yeah, I don't think so. I don't think I am either. So, I, I, the bigger question is when he will do it and who he will do it for. Well, it's no, it's about passing Eddie George in the franchise. So it's it's not who he'll do it for. It's if he'll do it because here is uh, the time's ticking. Yeah, the clock is ticking for sure. Eddie George with 10,009 rushing yards with this organization. Derrick Henry is 1,389 yards away, uh, passing Earl Campbell yesterday. He's 285 yards on through four games this season, meaning he would have to go for 1,674 in the regular season to be able to do this. So it, he's got some ground to pick up there, Zach, and, you know, that would mean he's got 13 games left, and you go 13, you know, 89. I'll just go ahead and do the division here for us. He's got to go for 106, 107 a game 
the rest of the season to pass Eddie this year. So that means one thing. He's going to have to have his signature 200-yard rushing game maybe twice, maybe once. But he's going to have to have those 168, the 189s, the 153s, those type games to bring that percentage down. And the Titans are going to have to establish the run. Also, I think it's going to be difficult. Doesn't mean that it's not achievable because of a guy we talked about early on in the show and Tajay Spears and what he does for this football team. And it's a contract year. This could be the last year Derrick Henry plays for the Tennessee Titans. I'm not saying that that's going to be the case. I don't know what next year holds, but in reality, he's only under contract for this franchise for, you know, the remaining however many games left to go on the schedule. And if you're going to be the all-time franchise leader in rushing, you got to play for the franchise. So there's some pressure, but that was good to see him do what he did yesterday and the Titans win in the fashion that they did. Yeah, and so Derrick Henry has averaged over 100 yards a game twice in his career. Well, not, I guess, technically three times in his career, uh, but he got hurt with the broken foot early in the season. So it's kind of hard to to count that towards uh, a full season because he broke his foot. It was a stress fracture probably because of overuse. Uh, but so two and a half times in his career, he's averaged over 100 yards a game. It was in 2020 when he went over 2,000. And in 2022, uh, last, uh, I'm sorry, in 2019. So those two seasons, 19 and, and 2020, when he was able to do that. So he's going to have to really switch it around because he's just averaging 71 yards a game so far. So he's going to have to be really dang good uh, over the, the last 13 games to get there. He also had a dreadful game against the Browns that it is sure. so un unlike Derrick but, Henry to have. But that just makes it even more necessary for the 200 plus yard output, right? Because you got to have that even out. You know, it's, you know, your yards per carry hurts. Tajay Spears had a carry for minus four yesterday, but he had the carry for 22 yards after he fumbled it. That kind of evened out his yards per carry. You got to have one to, to operate the other to kind of even those things out. So uh, I, I honestly don't think he does it uh, this season. And so it depends on, the next contract, you know, what do the Titans do with this? It's going to be such a weird spot if he is a couple hundred yards away from Eddie George's franchise record and the Titans have a successful season. I think that's the hard thing, too. If the Titans make the playoffs and Derek's 300-ish yards away, what do you do? This is a conversation for another day because it's a lot bigger. Yeah. But the Titans are in the midst it's the reality. Derrick Henry is not going to play for the Tennessee Titans franchise forever. They are transitioning from a running football team to a new identity. I don't know what that is, but it's going to be with a new quarterback and a new running back. The good thing is, is that Tajay Spears looks to be that new running back. It may not transition next year. They may sign him to a one-year contract or a two-year deal with an out. Who knows? But I think for the Titans' sake in Rand Carthon, he has got to know who his future quarterback is and what style of football that they are going to play before they move on for Derrick Henry. But it's tough because you don't, your new quarterback is not going to have Derrick Henry for probably the majority of this new quarterback's 
career in Tennessee. So yeah. all of these things, I think, take a part in if Derrick Henry will be the all-time leading rusher. He should. Derrick Henry has done more for the new age of this franchise. I mean, Eddie George is, is a, you know, a staple for Titan football. But Derrick Henry is as well. Yeah, Derrick Henry called Eddie George a pinnacle. Uh, and we also know there's a relationship between Derrick Henry and Earl Campbell, too. So let's reset for a second, right? Because I, Liz has a comment here that made me think. Derrick Henry uh, needs to average 107 yards per game to pass Eddie George over the last 13 games of the season to be the franchise's all-time leading rusher. So Liz has a chat that says, uh, would he ever take a one-year deal? Here's the good thing for the Titans. Who is going to give any 30-year-old running back more than a one-year deal on the open market. Hell, Saquon Barkley, Josh Jacobs, one-year deals on the team that drafted him, right? And so Zeke is a one-year deal. Derrick Henry is in that spot in his career where all he's going to get is a one-year deal. So I think that's to the Titans' benefit for negotiation of, hey, maybe Derrick's 300, 400 yards short of Eddie George, which means he's in the 12, 1300 yards for this season ballpark because of the split uh, carry share between him and Spears. I think that could be a realistic compromise to do that. Your question about the quarterback play and the style is very valid, but I think Tim Kelly has showed us through four games. He can try to be versatile and do both. Yeah. And players move on. Derrick Henry does not seem like he's slowing down though. Like, I think that's also a caveat to this conversation going into another year is you re-sign or you sign a player because you think that he has the skill set to help you win football games. If the Titans believe that Derrick Henry still has that, then maybe a one-year deal makes sense. They're not going to do that based on an Eddie George record, right? I'm not saying you're no. saying that. Yeah. It's just it, it, it's it's like a cherry on top, right? It's 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 another thing that goes into it. But Derrick Derrick Henry, we know the Titans go as Derrick Henry goes and vice versa as of now. And that has been the case over the last several years. They have to increase their quarterback play. They've got to increase their wide receiver play and tight end play. And then they also have to increase their offensive line play. We, uh, we've talked a lot of good. Mm -hmm. Real quick before we get to the age game, Andre Dillard. The offensive line played better as a whole, but Andre Dillard also got whipped at times. That's a, that's still a systemic problem. Yeah, he was great on Derrick Henry's 29-yard touchdown run. He was blocking downfield 8-10 yards. He was also blocking downfield 8-10 to 10 yards when NWI caught a 25-yard pass and he got flagged as Andre Dillard was 8-10 yards down the field blocking. What are you doing, bro? But still, he's gotten he gets beat by Trey Hendrickson early like across his face that has Derrick Henry have a, a negative yard play once. But I think net Sunday versus the Bengals, Andre Dillard positive. And we haven't had that up until the point this season. Andre Dillard was a net positive yesterday. Barely. He gave up uh, one sack. It. He gave up one sack. And the team gained 400 yards of offense. I think Andre Dillard was a net positive yesterday. Three and a half sacks against Garrett three sacks against Bosa and the Chargers. He was not good against the, the Saints. 
He was net positive. That's a, a good step. Let's let's have him have a game where he gives up no sacks. Oh, then... I, I'm right there with you. I, I, I'm waiting for that day, maybe against the Colts. Uh, we'll see how it goes. Noah with a quick super chat. To be honest, this reminds him of an Art Smith game with the play calls. Looked like the Titans found the identity again with a modern twist. I completely agree with Noah. And Zach, like you mentioned, uh, with the quarterback of the future and all that conversation too. I'll quote Jack Gentry from just talking to me during the, the Acme uh, uh, game yesterday. Good things happen when you run play action. And that's what the Titans did uh, yesterday. And Noah's comment kind of goes into that Art Smith feel. But all right, Zach, let's go ahead and get to the age game. I have to hide the chat uh, for the age game so I can try to win. Me versus the chat, race to the correct answer for the age game. But first, Wilson County Hyundai is where you should turn to for your next car uh, purchase. Make them a next of your car buying uh, opportunity for Wilson County Hyundai. They will do a great job for you. They're also in Lebanon, which means you're going to save some money compared to the downtown Nashville, Davidson County price tag. And Payne Bone and his team at Wilson County Hyundai do a great job. Family owned and operated for generations, and they do a fantastic job for you. So go see them in Lebanon or online at wilsoncountyhyundai.com. The age game is up next. Zach and uh, I have the chat hidden so I can participate fairly. Let's do it. Yes, the age game. For those that are new, every Monday we do the age game. We ask the chat in Austin how old some person is, and you guys have to guess. Last week it was Walter Payton. This week, it actually is also an it's older... Also Payton? Huh? It's also Walter Payton? No, it's not also Walter, but an older... Huge figure. Derrick Henry passed Earl Campbell. How old is Earl Campbell? The first person to get this correct will be recognized. So do not Google. Just play the game along with us. Austin cannot Google, so play the same rules. But how old is Earl Campbell? Earl Campbell, as we know, drafted number one of one out of Texas by the Houston Oilers. What year was he drafted? I cannot tell you or disclose that to give you any hints. <laughs> I thought you were about to give me it. But I, I do know it, but I'm not going to tell you that. Uh, how old is Earl Campbell, who is an all-time Oiler great? And Derrick Henry ran past him yesterday. So the first person to get this correct in the chat will be anointed our age game champion of the week. You will be showered with love and respect be showcased on the show and you will be this week's champion austin you are have you you've gotten one correct no you yeah. have not you got yeah. one correct i got mike keith right yep you got mike keith right we got to keep i, I, I mean, don't this is a tough game i think mike keith is 56 i can't remember what i guessed yeah, yeah. you didn't get mike keith i think you were one off no i got mike keith right you did get 56? Yeah, because mm -hmm. yeah. he's 28 when he started. It's 28 years later, I got yeah, it. Yeah. I am going to say my guess for Earl Campbell is a very educated guesstimate. I think Earl Campbell is 68 years old. 68 years old. I can explain my process. <laughs> Ah, but I don't want to, you know, give it away to the chat. Is that your final it. answer? 68 is my final answer. And I have not looked at the chat. There have been over 115 comments since you've asked this. So you've got plenty of things. Because I can see the chat comment just accumulating because I haven't. I'm not on them. So All 68 right. is my guess. 
let's go to the chat. The first person I go by just chronological who got it first. That's going to be yep. our winner. That's why you got to be quick on the trigger, but you got to be, you can't, you, you got to be quick, but you can't hurry. Yes. There's, there's a difference. Who's that? Who said that? I have no, I, I just did. I don't know. John Wooden, John Wooden, be quick. Don't hurry. There you also, go. Put your socks on very carefully. First guess, Jake, or excuse me, James, 51. Earl Campbell is older than 51 years old. Uh, Matt goes 64. Earl Campbell is not 64. Lou Man goes 72. Lou Man, you are incorrect. He's not <laughs> 72. It only took four. And wow. if, if not, look, it, here's, I have the winner. But after this, it was 62, 76, 78. Bald and bearded said 71. Uh, we've got 67 from Brent, 62 from Lucas, 66, 54. I'm working from the bottom up. Mm -hmm. DeMarco says 62. But our winner and co-champions are TJ Strayhorn and Austin Stanley at 68 years old. Earl, or year young, Earl Campbell, born March 29th, Tyler, 19, Texas, 1955. 1955. Boom! I am the smartest man alive. Nailed it. Yes. So, so you and my, no, you and TJ are the a baby TJ. Man. Boom. All right. So here's my philosophy on this. I'm pretty sure Earl Campbell's first season in the NFL was 1978, which means his last season in college would have been 1977. Typically, that's a 22-year-old season when you're a senior in college and there was less red shirting, so less weird stuff that happened, making his birth year 1955, 2023, 68, booyah, suck it. I'm two for two, or two out of four, two yeah. and two. Hey, that's pretty dang good, though. No, 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 very good. You just said two for two. I mean, two out of four. Two, two and four. two, two and two, two out of four. I think 50% of this age game, pretty good. Oh, yeah, because we don't – there is no – if you guess 69 or 67, you're wrong. And we don't give grace here. You got to get right. it right. I big the brain the hell out of this thing. I, I, <laughs> I am very proud of myself right now. So congratulations to all that also got it correct after TJ and Austin. But you got to be quick on the trigger. You got to be quick but can't hurry. And TJ was able to do that. He is our chat champion of the age game in Austin. Also got it correct. So uh, yeah. there you go. A little fun on a Monday. I like, yeah. Uh, let's see. Uh, Derek R says, I like this game. <laughs> Bort, I'm 500, baby Stanley. <laughs> hey, I, I'm, I'm well. This is I'm like, well this is like baseball though. If you get, if you're 33%, you're a hall of famer. Yes. Yes. Uh, I'm very proud of myself. Hey, how about that? Off to a great start this Monday. Uh, with the Titans two and two, and I'm two and two in the age game. TJ, congratulations. Uh, we're going to keep building on this. But hey, we're going to have a lot of great content throughout the morning. Uh, Sam will be live for Titans at two uh, later on today. So get ready for that. And also Buck Rising uh, at A to Z Sports Primetime. So Buck Rising, A to Z Sports Primetime tonight. Sam with Titans at two after Mike Vrabel and Titans players speak to the media this afternoon. But make sure before you head out of here, you hit that thumbs up button. You like the show. You like the Titans win yesterday. You hit the thumbs up button both on Facebook and on YouTube. 
And we'll check you guys tomorrow morning on a Tuesday. Appreciate it as always. Adios.